you are listening to WLPN LP 105.5 FM, Lumpin' Radio Chicago. My name is Carlin, and I'm here with my fellow co-host, Katie. Welcome to What's Up with La Masita. Today, we have a wonderful person. His name is Gabacho and is a sentimental singer-songwriter from Chicago. His sound range from nostalgia feelings blended with psychedelic Latin rock. Awesome. Hey, what's up? Hi, Gabacho. Welcome to La Masita. So for our first question today, we just want to ask you how you are and how you've been at home in quarantine, what you've been doing to fill up your time. Oh, well, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's always really nice to have a nice chat with nice people. And, uh, you know, right now at the moment, I'm at my house. I'm honestly just hanging out. And, you know, just been keeping busy, been uh, playing a lot of music. I actually just finished writing a bunch of songs for uh, a new album that I'm, I'm kind of starting right now. So that means that I'm kind of like all drained from my uh, creative energy. But, you know, I still keep busy with music. I've been learning a lot of like covers and the Beatles and stuff. That's a band I like a lot. So I've just been like, you know, messing around, kind of like filling in the hours because right now unfortunately during covid there's not much to do but you know i, I kind of find something to do so since our last conversation how have you been quite busy traveling discovering new sounds yeah honestly when was it that that we last saw each other like talked was it like maybe a year and a half ago maybe two years ago it's been a while huh? yeah it's been a while yeah so you know ever since then uh i'd like to say that during that time, that's when I was barely releasing my first, well, the EP, which is a self-titled EP with three songs in it called Gabacho. And that one had uh, three songs called Mi Nena. I Want You Mine. Hopeless me. Hopeless me. You got me shaking like a leaf on the tree. Hopeless me. You got me shaking like a leaf on the tree. And what happened with that EP? It was I was supposed to tour it through Mexico. I was supposed to have a few tours over there and a few dates also in the United States. I was kind of like ready to go, you know. But then unfortunately, you know, COVID hit and the pandemic and all the restrictions, obviously the tour was canceled, sadly, but I still managed to make sure as many people listened to it as possible and shared it with everyone. And I love the music that I made with my EP and I'm glad I put it out, even though I was not able to play it live. And after that, I actually released a single well two singles after that one called i would like that and another one called los fields in collaboration with dromedarios magicos
So, since we talked, I, I've been kind of busy. Well, that is so awesome that you've been able to put out so much music. And I'm so sorry that your tours were canceled and everything. But hopefully with things starting to open up, life going back to a little bit more normal, um, hopefully you'll be able to go back on tour soon. But for our next question, we noticed that on your Instagram, you have a deck of Pokemon cards. And we noticed that you mentioned last time in our last conversation together that you would wish for a Bulbasaur. So is it still a Bulbasaur or would you switch your starter? Oh my god, I... <laughs> I don't remember that, but that's so funny that I chose that. You know what? I, I'll change my my answer now. I'll probably say like a Charmander, you know? I don't know why, but, you know, it, it, things just change, and I feel like a Charmander would be pretty cool right now. That's a good pick. <laughs> Thank you. And we also know that you love to read books, so do you have any recommendations for us? Oh, that's a good one. Well, recently, you know, I tend to read a lot. I don't necessarily read a lot of books, but it seems like I'm always reading. Uh, what I mean by that is that I'm always like have a book, even though I, if I don't read like for like two or three hours a day, at least I'll read like 15 minutes or 30 minutes out of my day. And, and I kind of like slowly but surely kind of like read a whole book, you know, in that way. Because I know people that will read like a whole book in a day, but I feel like I can't do that. Uh, recently, I just read this one book called Catcher in the Rye. And that book is amazing. You know, I don't know which books you girls have read, but honestly, I haven't felt that way with a book in a long time. So it's a Catcher in the Rye, a book written, I believe, in the 1940s about this troubled kid who is kind of like a, always getting in, in trouble aside from like being troubled like it seems like psychologically or at least not necessarily psychologically but he's just going through like rough times and it's getting to him and he flunks out of school and he like has a bad relationship with his parents and stuff like that so at the end it, you know i won't ruin the book for you but but at the end he kind of like just like roams around new york and basically the whole book is like two or three nights of him just walking around New York, like finding random things to do. And it's a great book. I recommend it. Catcher in the Rye. Thank you so much for that recommendation and for sharing that with us. Um, I know it's a classic book, but sadly I haven't got around to reading it, but maybe I will now. I think you've convinced me. But for our next question, we noticed that since our last conversation, you obviously have released a lot of music and one of your songs, El Recuerdo, um, which means the memory. Could you tell us more about like the meaning behind the song and what the memory is in the song? Yeah, so El Recuerdo, I believe that's the first song I put out as Cabacho. And, you know, I was still like kind of like finding my sound and everything. But, uh, you know, it, that song in itself brings uh, Recuerdos back. Because <laughs> it's been already like two or three years ago. But that song, basically, uh, my girlfriend, she was... The thing is, she like visits... She has a lot of family in Mexico. And she visits like maybe for a month or two at a time, you know. And I'll be here in Chicago kind of like just chilling. Like, I guess waiting for her to come back. And uh, that's kind of like what the song is about, you know. Kind of like... Her, her leaving town for a while and me just like being bummed out at home. Yeah, your music style is very unique, but what inspired you to start writing music? I don't know, that, that's a great question because I feel like no one tells you to write music, you know, no one like, it's not a job that anyone tells you like, write me a song, it's kind of like something that comes out, you know? and. And you're right, you know, it's what in, 
you have to be inspired and i feel like aside from like musical inspirations i feel like it's just a need of like sharing how i feel you know like sometimes i feel like people are kind of ashamed or kind of not very inclined to sharing their feelings especially when they're like negative feelings or sad feelings it's usually hard to even like open up to your homies or open open up to you like your girlfriend or your like or your significant other or to your parents and i feel like through music it's really easy to share those thoughts i feel like your thoughts and your ideas and your feelings are kind of like surrounded by the music and i feel like the music now makes that message more digestible and easier to share so i feel like that's kind of what inspired me to like write music to kind of like share my feelings without feeling any fear like that at least that's what i think on <laughs> yeah No, that's a good answer and i think that music definitely is a place where a lot of people can like express their true feelings so i think that's that's good it's beautiful that that's why you started writing music so in your song uh, corazon de melon can you describe the lesson or story behind this track well corazon de melon it's like a a slower ballad more like romantic kind of like sit down grab a cup of uh of tea and just like mellow out you know And and I feel like for that song that's kind of what I wanted to do, you know, just like make a song that's very relaxing in the way, but the lyrics, the message in itself is about kind of like going through rough moments in a relationship and kind of like knowing that you messed up and owning up to it and being, you know, I messed up and I need you back because without you it sucks, you know, basically. And I, I think that that's kind of what um that's kind of what the what the song is the the overall message is like wanting someone back after knowing that that you screwed up yes i heard the song it's absolutely relaxing But apart from reading and music, do you have any other interesting or unique hobbies? Any hobbies? Yeah, so I grew up playing soccer. I have three brothers. Uh, it's all guys, so it's four of us. And you know, it's like a very like rough family, you know. There was always like sports going on and like shouting and and just like messing around all day and and one of the things that to kind of get our energies out there was like soccer, you know. So I would play soccer with my three older brothers and till this day I try to play at least once a week. I'd say that's my biggest hobby aside from music. That's really fun. Thank you for sharing that with us. So, after the pandemic hit, obviously you didn't stop um producing tracks, which is awesome. But we noticed that you've recorded Los Fields with Roma Darios Magicos. And so we want to ask you how was that collaboration like? Yeah, so The song Los Feels, that song was honestly really fun to make. So there's like a huge backstory to this. So when the pandemic hit, you know, everyone was kind of at home, kind of like wondering like what's going on? How are we going to keep on like collaborating or making music with other people, you know? Even though like I'm a solo artist, I guess, I don't necessarily work alone all the time. And if I did, that would be pretty like kind of like sad or like at least for me it'd be kind of like not as interesting as working with other people so i hit up this guy called the uh, his real name is diego 
but you know, he goes as Dormitarios Mágicos. And I met him at a party like six months before I hit him up in Chicago. And he, you know, he caught me as a like a really nice guy. The thing is, hey, this guy is huge. This guy is, this guy is like six feet three or something like that. And he's like a bigger dude. He has like a bigger build. But the thing is that his voice is so high pitched. It's so funny. But the thing is that he owns up to it, you know, like he's like really energetic and he's screaming any, everywhere with his squeaky voice. But he's like this huge dude and he's like a, has an awesome sense of humor. And what happened is that after the pandemic hit, you know, I was like this guy probably because he's already like more or less well known in Mexico. Like he already has like millions of reproductions in Spotify and his YouTube videos are like kind of like crazy with millions of views as well. So I was like, I'm going to send him a message and see what happens. You know, like if he says no and, and if he's too busy, like whatever, like nothing's going to happen. But what I did, I hit him up. I sent him a message on Instagram of like, hey, I have a song. Uh, take a listen to it if you want to collaborate like you're, you're more than welcome to so I sent it, sent it to him and he liked it and I was really excited about that and what happened is that I sent him the song he recorded vocals for like for like the chorus and the second verse but all this was remotely so I had to like send him the files through email and then he would return the files through email as well so we never really like collaborated face to face and we got the song done right but then I was like hey we already have the song done. It would be amazing if we can make a music video of this. And we were also thinking of doing the music video remotely, but we we're like, you know what? Like, let's just have him come over to Chicago because he lives in Chihuahua and sometimes in Mexico City. He kind of like bounced around, but those are cities like in Mexico. He came over to Chicago. He stayed a week uh, with me and we recorded this music video. That's kind of like. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it's kind of based on a, out of a, like a music theater, kind of like DIY musical play. And there's like the audience are little kids. And it's like this whole like little universe that we created for the music video. And in the end, it was really fun because it was like very arts and craftsy. We had to like, we had a lot of board cutouts of cars and trains and it, it was honestly a lot, but yeah, I would recommend uh, for anyone that hasn't seen it, it's uh, Los Fios with Tromedarios Magicos. It's actually the, the most recent song that I put out, and uh, it was honestly a lot of fun making it. I will definitely check that out later on. But also, congratulations on your first EP, self-titled Gabacho EP. Could you describe to us your journey to producing this EP? Yeah, so that first EP, usually the way that I make music is I make a song with the guitar, just like my voice and my guitar make sure it sounds really nice. Usually I thought that if a song is good, it's going to sound good with just a guitar and voice. Then everything else, if you had drums, bass, electric guitar synths, that's all extra, you know, that's all salt and pepper. And um, so what I did, I made, made sure the three songs sounded nice. Um, I actually asked one of my friends, he has a farm in Southern Illinois, like three hours away from here. And I asked him if I could record the drums and bass and electric guitar and everything over there, since over there he basically has no neighbors and I could be as loud as possible. I went down there and I stayed there for like three days and three nights to record the, the songs and, um, 
I had one of my friends, Steven, record the drums and this other friend called Chase to help me out with, uh, I don't know, just like songwriting and helping me record and everything. But yeah, you know, I, I made songs and I recorded them and then I uh, released them with the help of a record label in Mexico called Stereo Cheap Records. That's so cool. It's awesome that you had so many people helping you out with your EP and that they have supportive friends. But I wanted to ask you, if you could collaborate with any artist in the future, who would it be and why? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. There's so many artists out there. But you know what would be crazy? Like Bruno Mars. <laughs> I don't even like he's not even like my genre. Like, But, you know, something that I've learned recently is that sometimes you have to step out of your comfort zone. You have to collaborate with people that you never thought you would collaborate. And I'd say like, Imagine what a funky song would come out with Bruno Mars. I totally agree. It would definitely be funky. Bruno is a great artist. What would you say is the most challenging part of being a musician? So I think, honestly, something that I've noticed recently is that I now, not necessarily to say that I don't enjoy other, other people's music anymore, but I see it with a different perspective. I remember before I got into music, I would just listen to it and not necessarily ask my myself any questions as to how did, how did they come up with that part or how did he sing that high note or I wonder what guitar he's using or anything like that, you know? I would just listen to the song and that's it. And now I feel like I overanalyze music to kind of like learn from it and apply it to my own music. So I feel like if, if there's ever any challenge, is well, it's not necessarily a challenge, but I guess it's a downside, at least for me that I've noticed. And I guess another challenge is that it, it takes a lot of uh, a lot of time and, and like money and, and effort. But in the long run, I don't mind at all. That's definitely something that I like to do and I think I'll keep on doing. Yeah, as a musician myself, I can definitely relate to like overanalyzing music. Like you really do see it in a whole like totally different point of view and perspective once you like think about all the different elements that actually went into it. So I totally agree with that. But mm -hmm. bouncing off of the question about what the most challenging part of being a musician is, we want to ask you what you think the most rewarding part of being a musician is. The most rewarding, I think there's two parts. Uh, I think there's two types of reward for music. Um, I think the moment when I create a song, when it's just coming out brand new, like that nowness that comes with like making a nice melody that really gets to you, maybe coming up with nice lyrics that gets you. I feel like that in itself is a reward. It's like a beautiful moment that I always like being in. And the second reward, I think, is when I share it with someone else or someone messages me through Instagram and they're like, man, I, I really like your music. You've helped me through rough times. I feel like your music has really, you know, pushed me to become a, a musician that you haven't, like becoming an inspiration. You know, some people have said that. And I feel like that is a reward because I feel like I'm just like a regular person, you know, that just like happens to make music. But when someone like listens to it and they feel a connection, I think that's a 
great reward and i think that's one of the main parts of music is like sharing and having this connection with a listener that's very great you're an inspiration to your supporters so i really like your style of music how would you describe it in your own words uh i don't know i, I guess it's like without like putting any labels i like to think of my music kind of being like relaxed sometimes carefree but very honest at least in terms of like the lyrics i like to be very honest and straightforward with how i feel like kind of not like yeah just being very direct with with the message and my music i kind of like it to be like more relaxed even though the message is sometimes can be a bit like dark or a bit like heavier or sentimental i like the music to be a bit more relaxed and maybe a bit more positive Okay, so I know we touched on it briefly when you mentioned that you wanted to, you would like to work with Bruno Mars, but would you ever consider transitioning or trying out a new genre of music? And is there anything in specific that you'd like to try? Definitely, I definitely have thought about that actually more recently than ever. And I feel like I'm, a, I'm opening up to maybe more like synths, like synth sounds, maybe more like uh, not necessarily like pop but like maybe not being so like rock or maybe not so psychedelic maybe opening up to maybe a more like neutral sound i feel like would be pretty fun like kind of like opening up the sound okay one day we might catch you doing all genres of music but <laughs> Before we let you go, we know that COVID regulations will be transitioning in the summer opening up. Do you have any upcoming shows? I honestly don't have any shows right now, but there is a few music venues that have told me that as soon as I'm um, willing to play and, and available to play, then we can go ahead and start scheduling some stuff. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's awesome. Hopefully you get to do a lot of shows this summer. But just so everyone can keep up with you, if we want to check out your music and your future adventures and possibly shows, where can we find you? Awesome. So you can find me at Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, YouTube, anything. You can just go. Usually I'm under Gabacho Music for uh, social media. Gabacho Music altogether. And for Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music, you can find me just as Gabacho. All right. Thank you, Gavacha. We had a wonderful time with you. We truly admire your work and we wish you the best and thank you for your wisdom. Have a great day. But we have one last question. If Gavacha was a special food menu item, what food would Gavacha be? What? <laughs> Who wrote these questions? Let me speak to the manager. No, that's a great question. Yeah, you really got me thinking right now. I don't know. I'd probably be like some really nice like sushi with you know like nice like tuna on top with a bunch of vegetables like a bunch of avocado and uh wasabi is always nice that's a great answer again thank you so much for your time awesome thank you this has been lamasita my name is katie and i'm carlin and you have been listening to wlpn lp 105.5 fm lumpen radio chicago <laughs> <laughs>